Hey, all you freaks and geeks out there in podcast land. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our old friends at Green Belt Botanicals. Green Belt Botanicals is the most trustworthy and reputable CBD dispensary in the Austin, Texas area. Freaks and geese, you got you to gotta make sure to check them out, whether you're in the Austin area or you got to visit them online because you're not in the Austin area. Be sure to check them out at GreenBeltBotanicals.com. They have some amazing products. My Day definitely incorporates the products that they have, that they host, whether it's the tinctures, whether it's their edibles, their smokables their cbd dog treats they got some topicals i love the topicals i got a fucking god i i, I got a fucking achilles in my fucking left leg that's fucking just fucked off to to, to to next tuesday uh covid ain't doing it no fucking justice but i tell you what is doing it justice that's that green bell botanicals topicals and they got that icy spot treatment topicals oh it's coolie it's got the menthol in it. it's fucking tremendous so freaks and geeks out there make sure that if you're interested in cbd products if you want want to know more about cbd products roll over to greenbeltbotanicals.com they got you they're going to hook you up over there and they're also going to hook you up at 15 percent off when you enter foot doctor one five that's the official freaks and geeks promo code enter all caps f-o-o-t-d-r one five at checkout and you're going to get 15 percent off your purchase at greenbeltbotanicals.com and now on to the show Wednesday, December the 30th, welcome, Freaks and Geeks, to another smoke-filled and jam-packed episode of the Doctor's Orders Podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. As always, I'm your host, the 512 Foot Doctor. If you're a returning freak or geek, thank you. Thank you so much for your continuous support, and thank you so much for tuning in to our regularly scheduled appointment on Wednesdays at 6 a.m. Eh, it's whenever you tune in, but thank you for being here again. If you're a new listener, thank you very much for checking into the podcast. I hope you enjoy what you're about to listen to, and I hope you enjoy your new title as a freak or geek of the Doctor's Orders podcast family. Thank you for coming. Sit back and enjoy, and really feel the vibe of what we got going on here in the office. The studio, excuse me, the studio of life or death. Well, freaks and geeks, this is uh, this is the last episode of 2020. This is the fucking closer right here. And uh, I thought, what best to bring in another female guest? A tremendous fucking Texas native, again, sticking with the fucking program, sticking with, with the script, a creator, an artisanal cat if I may, an individual that uh, we went to the same school, a little older, okay, you're a little older than me, a little wiser, you know, got, got, the, got more takes, got more fucking reps in the game, but the reason I call this individual in is because we, we share a connection of appreciation of uh, uh, 90s nostalgia, okay, whether that, in, in, very much so in the cartoon fashion, in the music fashion as well, in the comedy and the uh, uh, the humor fashion as well. So we we do share a lot of uh, uh, a lot of similar appreciations in life, and as far as uh, uh, similar influences that we'll find along the way as well. So without further ado, 
I want to introduce episode number 17, our guest, the second ever female to receive a full featured episode on the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. And the third female to be to have a spot in the podcast as well. But nevertheless, the closer of 2020. Tabitha Tabby Rodriguez, also known as Princess ATX, the keeper of the keys of draft and craft, the pop-up of the local 512 Austin and Travis County area. Here we go. Thank you for being here again. Uh, we just had like a small little like intro, a uh, little chat, 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 chat ski, but uh, we got to dive right <laughs> into this thing. Um, so um, wh- what's going on? How, uh, how's your day today? What were you getting into earlier today? Oh, so, okay. Like today, let's see an, an average day in the life of um, shit. I'm actually dog sitting right now. All right. So I'm over there doing that. Um, but it's kind of like in the boonies, so I don't have really like any, like all of the Wi-Fi is out oh. and it's on my phone and everything. And I feel like really old school dialect back there. Mm-hmm. So, um, just been painting today. Actually like cool. got a lot of painting done. So yeah. Were you doing Vibing. it outside or inside? I'm doing it inside. Okay. The, cool. For whatever reason, like I really only like to paint when it's like outside if the weather is cold but sunny, which is never yeah, like that, a thing. That climate can tear up any fucking direction you want to go. Like you got to con- consider it once you start messing with that. Um, but yeah, continue. Keep going. Yeah. So pretty much just vibing all day, painting, watching um, some true crime, <laughs> true all crime right. docs that I had downloaded on my phone. Cause you know, you don't have to have like Wi-Fi to have it. Yeah. Um, are you into that? Are you into true crime stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I definitely dabble into it. I'd I'd say my favorite one that one that's close to my heart is um, <laughs> not. It's the FX joint, um, uh, the assassination of Versace. Uh, Ooh, uh, have you seen that? That's my go. No, I have heard good things yeah. about it though. What? Who's it? It's not a. Um, they make the horror one, but it's called American American Crime Story. Yeah, so American Crime Story. Yeah, Assassin they did the OJ one. They did the OJ one, which is fucking. It was boss. I really liked it. Everybody came. They through. did the casting, like everything yeah. was phenomenal. Super smooth. Super smooth. Really good. Ryan but, Murphy uh, though lit yeah. that guy. I everybody just straight straight killed it. Is he? He's Friends guy, right? Is that him? He's Glee. He's Glee. Glee. Oh, yeah, you're Ryan talking- Murphy is Glee. You're talking. Are you talk? Are you talking? American the more American Crime Story. Yeah, the, an American the Crime. One, right? No. <laughs> you're talking. Okay, are you, so we're back, you drunk no, already? No, 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 no. We're back on uh, on OJ, right? Yeah. Okay. OJ is Ryan Murphy for sure. The reason I say that is because there's another Glee. The other guy is uh, um, uh, Andrew Cunanan. In who's that? I don't. He's another. So Andrew Cunanan is the like. 
the killer of Versace, but the actor, Spoiler. Daniel, <laughs> uh, many years later, Daniel, I forget what his name is, but he's also in um, uh, uh, Glee. So that's what had me a little twisted there for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had no idea that he had anything to do with that. So now I really want to see it. Yeah, you should check it out. He, he, definitely, he definitely kills. Um, excellent, excellent. So let's dive into our first segment of, the, of this show. It's called the uh, Heinz 57 Life Ketchup. I get down with ketchup. I don't know about you. I'm a Heinz guy. So we, we, we're trying to uh, uh, get the, uh, uh, this segment sponsored by Heinz, but hasn't happened oh, fuck yet. Yeah. So Heinz is fine. It's the best. Yeah, it's great. I don't know about hunts. I don't do hunts. I only do Heinz. Nah, dog. We don't fuck with hunts. No, not around here. Not around here. <laughs> we so, are Heinz family. De- uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. If you could introduce yourself to the audience, to the freaks and geeks, mm-hmm. would you tell us your name? Tell us where you're from and tell us what do you do? Sure. Okay. So I'm Tabby Rodriguez. I'm from Lockhart, Texas, originally. Um, and I'm a consultant, freelance artist and marketing social media manager. And so I kind of just like, I don't know, I wear a lot of different hats in a lot of different places, but generally that's what I would say I do. Like that's my go-to graphic design, marketing, that kind of, that kind of jazz right there. Nice. Yes. I've, yeah, I've seen, I, I tried to make those connections between like the marketing aspect that you've been doing with uh, the draft and craft uh, um, little pop-ups that you throw down with and then like yourself. So I, I think that's, are you getting, are you doing any editing? Cause you're doing a lot. Are you doing all those videos yourself? You yeah, man. Videos? No, that's shit. me. Oh, yes. That's sick. That's yes, it. dog. I'm using, um, I use Adobe Premiere, but the the phone app. So, because I pay for, you know, the whole Creative Cloud little bundle. You get, like, all kinds of different software. And the the stuff that they're doing with these apps on your phone, it's like, I don't even know why you need a computer anymore. Like, that's the kind of shit. That's the level they're at. But that's what I use. I'm having, like, a really good time with it. Um, But I'm just trying to, like I said, I'm just trying to do it all right now, especially because, like, who knows if we can be doing, you know, live pop-ups for however much long or how that's going to go. And yeah, it's crazy. The whole game is switched. Very much. So we're going to see what it turns into. I mean, like uh, you are also the last guest of 2020. So let's fucking, we're not going into, uh, that's a, that's a lot. All right. So I told you before, when we like, we're doing this little pre-show chat that you're this, the third female guest. So shout the fuck out to you. Third. I love to see it. Uh, the, Love to see it. <laughs> of those three, you have the second uh, female like um, entire uh, entire podcast uh, feature. So that's another one. And uh, yeah. uh, uh, man, tremendous, tremendous. But um, I'm really honored to be here, dude. Thanks again for having me. For definitely. real, this is really cool. How's life been lately with this whole going down? So continue with the life catch up. How's life been lately? You had the shift. You were already in a digital presence. Now I think it's probably grown a little bit and gotten a little stronger. But some things have. Uh, how's this affected you going forward? So to be honest, we were actually on like a huge peak momentum. Yeah. Gain at the were. you know we were like we just had a lot of stuff in the works, a lot of things going on, a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of partnerships that were just getting going, and. You know, this kind of just was like, what? Like, as an events company, what do you do? Like, the whole, your whole, like, reason for existing is to get people together in, like, large crowds. And so we were just like, well, fuck. Like, okay. So it was just a lot of months of 
acceptance. It's like going through all the like stages. I think we bounced back pretty like quickly with the whole virtual market thing. We were just trying to kind of like keep the positivity alive. Yeah. But I was like, yo, how are we going to like move forward as a business? Like, how are we going to make this work? Like, how are we going to be profitable or even like continue to, you know, carry out this mission of supporting small businesses when we're like, we don't even know if we can exist anymore. So it was like a lot of weirdness. And then maybe more recently around Halloween, I saw that some other markets were popping up and they were doing their thing. And like, while I'm all about it and we kind of tried to do the same thing more recently, like really small little mini pop-ups, like two vendors or like six vendors and we're all like spread apart and like mask required. The vibe is just different, right? Like the whole experience is different. And like, while we're still making the best of it and we're still going out, it's just, there's always that in the back of your mind, like, is this low key? Is this irresponsible? Or are we endangering people's lives, even though we're being safe and we're supporting small businesses at what cost? So been a lot of that but good news is i think a lot of ideas that i was wanting to do even earlier on in our first year that was like why would you do that like just keep it simple there's no need for that kind of stuff Maybe right now execute those those now's the time right uh, like now's the time yeah. i'm realizing like, okay so we have nothing but time to execute yeah. these extra ideas because I just dude, stage five. Now we're at stage five. Okay. I told you somebody that I just recently interacted with tested positive. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I'm just trying to live my life, bro. I just it's too much. It's too much. So what we're gonna do is what we decided to do, and you could think of it as like maybe like you get these little boxes of like monthly subscription boxes oh, yeah. of curated little products and shit. Yeah. We're kind of like following that concept, but it's gonna be in order to still like keep the whole draft and craft blood alive and pumping, which is, you know, partnering with local venues and like yeah. doing the whole drinking thing, like getting our sip on and like that kind of stuff. That's like a draft and craft. That's like the whole point of what we're doing. So I was like, well, I don't want to just, how are we going to keep that as an, as like a really important part of it without, you know, whatever. So what we decided to Continue. do is doing th- this. Yes. Yeah. As like the little, curated bags featuring products from all these different vendors that we work with. I think that's cool. See, so, so you can get one of these bags, right. That has like, and we're going to have different themes like the 420 bag or the beer lover bag or the hikers yeah. bag. And there's like snacks and just all kinds of different shit from all these vendors that you could see at any of our events. But you can either get it delivered if you're like, dude, I'm high risk. I can't be going out right now, but I do want to support local and small. Cool. We'll deliver it to you. Tight. Boom. There you go. Drop it off at your door. And it comes in like a, a drawstring bag. So it's sustainable. Yeah. Like we're trying to go away with the boxes and shit that you're just going to throw away. But like, yeah, these drawstring bags that, that are weatherproof and like really, really nice, dude. We're going to stuff those things. Is that with... the one you gave me last time? Yes. Yeah. That's the those one. Are sick. That's yeah, the one. Sick. All so we're going to do is... those. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, I love to I hear appreciate that. It. I really appreciate it. No problem. I mean, we're not done. I love to hear that. I want to wrap up the Heinz Life Catch-Up so we can definitely dive into fucking uh, um, the social media presence and the draft and craft and really pinpoint that specifically for the freaks and geeks. But here's the last question. So I started this podcast in September, uh, September the 2nd of this year, and that was, what, nine months into the year. Now we're 12 months into the year. So this question has grown in time. Um, but you get the op- the honor to answer for the entire year in the past past 12 months have you picked up any new things in life new things in life over the past year 
let's see. I think like the first thing that really comes to mind is just like, wow, patience, Mm -hmm. which is something that I have never had (laughs) and still don't really have, but I've grown to have some over this past year because like you, you really, if you don't have it, then you're just like, it's basically expectations and disappointment. And it's like a sick cycle. I'm really just trying to focus on mental health. Yeah. Yeah. And emotional health and that patience, dude, that's what, that's it. That's really the thing that I've gained most over this year because there's nothing you can really do for some things, but wait, you just got to wait it out. So I would say that's number one, dude, to me, but like, what about you though? Like, what is something that you've, I mean, obviously you're fucking crushing it at podcasts. Like that's, yeah, yeah. Um, Damn, dude. Media, like, and just... I think the big thing that I've really drawn upon this year is uh, uh, creative expression and meditation. I think I've been trying to get down in that. I've, I've, uh, uh, someone huge that I, that I look up to say, I think he stated that creative expression is the purest form of like a person's like, uh, self-representation. Wow. In art. I would agree. Like you do it silently. And I love these things. Like, and we're going to talk about music as well. Um, but I, I feel these things and these arts and these creations that you can do silently, but speak, it speaks so many like uh, tongues out there is amazing. And I say like, like I play guitar. I don't play if I can like uh, uh, immaculately or amazingly like uh, a, uh, uh, I don't know, professional or whatever. Um, but um, professional. What <laughs> I'm creating, I don't have to say anything while creating these melodies or just like covering these tracks that I really love trying to reproduce them. And like with music, I dig that. And just with art in general, that you don't have to like say anything. It just will express like the hands or the mind or whatever will express itself. I don't know. I mean, uh, I will. open. No, I absolutely (laughs) get that, dude. I get, I like 100% agree because it's like, I feel like exactly what you're saying because art is the, I don't know, the most honest way to, to express yourself. Like whether, I don't know, you can be vulnerable in music and art and painting. Like it could be interpreted in a million ways. It can mean what you want it to mean. and also mean something else later down the road. Like it's beautiful and expansive and I love it. Do you know? I 100% agree with you. And I pulled that from a martial artist, like following. I'm no martial artist, but that's oh a, damn, that's a um, some Miyagi like, stuff. Have, yeah, Shit. some Bruce stuff for sure. Damn, um, but yeah, uh, that's and back into the meditation, like just uh, focusing on oneself and like, like not, I don't know, gathering your thoughts and and uh, uh, acquiring the good ones. You know, trying not to lose them all. Um, Cause they right. come and go like fucking that they're this there. I almost lost a couple of, I was on a bike ride a minute ago. I almost lost a couple of thoughts, key points, but I was like, fuck, just, you got to write them down and you got to do something. Um, so <laughs> cool. You're doing great, man. Uh, no, you're doing amazing too. Appreciate it. You're doing a <laughs> tremendous fucking job. Um, Thank you, dude. This is my first podcast. I feel nice. like a celebrity low key. So it's dope. Just We're trying almost- to fake it till I make it, you know, it's good. It's good. <laughs> so let's dive into, uh, um, your social media presence, your social media direction. I know we talked about it. You alluded to it a minute ago, um, but you kind of, we kind of alluded to it or yourself in the, uh, the current. 
Um, I, I want to dive in and I want to talk about like continue talking on your IG time lapses. I want to talk about like uh, um, really the process that you do going into those because I've watched uh, I tried to, to take a look at, at all of the time lapses that you dropped and I, I dig them all. Um, you're doing a lot of stuff there, but um, let's really get into it for the freaks and geeks here. And let's talk about Princess ATX and then we'll, we'll follow it up with the draft and the craft talk. Let's do it. I recently saw your Dexter time-lapse and uh, um, I think it was really dope that you decided to include a Ace Ventura uh, VHS in there, but how long, like walk me through the process. Cause it didn't start off as that. I think one of the first ones I saw you do was just like the, the, uh, um, the canvas. I say the, what you're creating on itself and it's, it's right. mold. Um, so walk me through the process that you go through when it comes to doing one of those time lapses, how long does it take? Cause you're edit, you're creating that on another level. You're doing like two creations at once. Go for it. Damn, dude. Thank you so much for that. And I have a blast making those. Cause like you said, it's like kind of two things at once. So I get to like create and then make a little video, which I love doing. I love making those little videos and doing little quick edits or like doing the music overlays and that kind of shit, that nerd stuff. But yeah, like in the beginning, it was super simple. I like had like a, I kind of like Jerry rigged this cardboard, like cover stapled it together. It was like a box piece. And I, you know, kind of like sawed out with a scissor half a rig for <laughs> with your this, phone or this little window yeah yeah so that i could put it above and like yeah. you know like with two chairs and like had to put books on it it was like really ghetto yeah. but like had it there so i could put my phone down and have that bird's eye aerial view for sure and once i once i figured that out like kind of doing that making sure i'm in like what whatever view i need to be in for the camera or whatever and then from there, once I got like the hang of it, I wanted to like kind of spruce it up. Cause I was like, fuck yeah, I have all this stuff that is on theme, like prop. So why not like put it in there for some like accoutrement, if you will, as I I'm doing the these little sketches. I saw like yeah. the, uh, the VHS um, the Zach Morris phone. Did you see that yeah, one? Yeah, I think yes, yes, yes. And the, the, what the fuck is it called? Uh, with the colors, the tiger game. What the fuck is it called? Lisa Frank. No, not her. About- boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, beep. What's that one? Oh, Simon. Uh, Simon. There we go. Yeah, yeah that little baby yeah. Simon. Yeah, oh, there we yeah, go. That's but Lisa, my jam, bro. The Lisa Frank Frank piece was uh, was pretty sick too. So that's all like retro aesthetic. That's dope as shit. That I like that individuals like yourself that continue to try and keep pushing in uh, um, this wave of what we're shifting into. You know, let's. It's like our wave. We. We witnessed all that type of stuff, the art that you that you produce or the art that the the original art that influenced you. Like we witnessed that and now we're trying to like give it another round of rebirth without trying to Yeah. Without like a giving it life. Yeah. We're giving it life through our own eyes, right? Yeah. Like our own I like taking these characters and kind of throwing like new like taking Doug and throwing some post Malone tattoos on him yeah. because like combining two of my favorite things and just like doing like a kind of like a cool mashup, like an, like an art retro parody mashup. Like that is my favorite fucking thing to do. Honest. And they're like legends. We're not like retelling. We're not recreating what they, what they did. We're just trying to like, Hey, let people know about that. You know, that's what I do. Yeah. Giving it a little bit of like some rejuve, bringing it back a little, just like style and fashion. Like, bringing it back mm-hmm. like, why not mm-hmm. so i don't know like 
while I was watching your live streams, I've thought about another artist that I follow his name and we've dropped him, uh, his name a lot on this podcast. If you haven't heard about him, please go and, and check him out. He, uh, I think he's a graduate of, uh, UT. Um, so his name is Ryan, right J, Ryan J E belt. And, uh, he draws a lot for a, uh, a show that, uh, just moved to the city of Austin, Texas. Um, but he, he does these like, um, Ooh this recreations of the show that happened at the, at that time and their theme to, to that show. And it's pretty sick, but what he also does like starting on Monday, he'll start a piece and then Tuesday he'll come back at it. So it's just like chatting. He'll probably do work at it for like an hour. Very Bob Ross esque. Um, Oh wow! Uh, and, I, and I did. I I had to get on some Bob Ross to prep for this whole little chat that we had. And uh, I had. I don't know. I dropped some mushrooms this morning too. So we've been going fucking going in and trying to get down. Oh, bro, you are raging, just living your best life, and I love we're, to see we're it. Trying. We're trying. We're trying to uh, wind the <laughs> wind the month down, wind the year down. But uh, it's uh, necessary. Yeah. It's really fucking necessary. Yeah. So I support it. So. <laughs> Back to Ryan G. Ebelt, like he does this process and I think like you would fucking kill at it as well. Like where he, he just live streams on IG for like an hour and just chats with the people and it's just going through the process. Gets back on Tuesday, gets back on Wednesday. And then like, I think, I think he, well, he sells it eventually, but it's, it's all tremendous. Uh, that and sounds it, it, amazing. It's on the digital realm. Um, and you don't really have to like edit, like he's just doing it raw. It's like, here it is chatting about this that and the third commenting and stuff like that yeah like he's not overthinking shit like here it no, is no it's that right there he's got like <laughs> that's the great and he's not trying to like teach or anything like that it's just uh and he's not guiding you like the bob ross would but he's just the process he's of just it. sharing think, right he's yeah. sharing his process yeah. there's some yeah. re- really good stuff but what got you into like this drawing process were you in art in high school okay dude so it's really weird but like it was super random like in high school, I was always like just like a doodler, right? Like I uh-huh. could I could do a, a fat doodle. Like somebody would be like, yo, sketch my name in some bubble letters, and I'd be like, All I right. got you. Like yeah. some dumb, some shit like that. Like it was goofy, but like it was never I was never like really that passionate about it or nothing like that. It was just like something cool that I could do. And then when I got to college, I went to Texas State okay. and I really wanted to do graphic design, but they didn't have that at the time. Yeah. And the closest that I could like come to you with my advisor was digital imaging or some shit. But when I got to like the actual like prereqs that you do or not the prereqs, but the actual classes to get your degree or whatever it is, I just realized I was like, bro, this is not what I want to be doing. Like they had me sketching apples with shadows. And I was like, nah, this ain't it. This is not it. Like, this is not it. So fast forward a million years later, it's the classical approach. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like there just wasn't the type of art or anything. It just wasn't it for me. And I was just like, I don't, I feel no connection to this, no passion. And, you know, eventually you stop going to class and you, I dropped out and I was just like kind of aimlessly, I don't fucking know. But like what got me started on this specific art, because after doing a few years of graphic design, like you work with like boring places, like mortgage companies and whatever else you don't get to really be artistic. Like you're Mm -hmm. just throwing some text over some fucking stock images and you're doing what these people are paying you to do. But in order for me not to lose my soul doing that kind of stuff, I started like painting. I was just like, just for shits and gigs, like just like, you know, stuff that I really loved to see and like watching old school cartoons on Netflix, like back when they actually had like, Hey Arnold and stuff on Netflix, like back in the day. Um, 
but like, yeah, just watching that shit, getting stoned and what, just like painting, right? Yeah. Like just like with me chilling with my dogs and just like painting that shit, um, giving them as gifts and like hanging them up in my room, whatever, just really not thinking anything about it. But then I started posting them and people were like responding to them fire, in like a fire, really, fire. really supportive way. Yeah, bro, yeah. can you paint this for me? Can you paint that? And I was like, yeah, I guess I could. And then I don't know, like that's like the really cliff notes version. But here we are now. Like that's really what got me started was just just, you know, like an anxiety um, depressant, like how to get my anxiety down and just like get my brain out of my brain like stop getting overthinking thoughts and just chill and paint and just do yeah. your thing and like you know what I mean just something yeah. to vibe to and things that were really fun and like what I love the most is nostalgia because like those were the days For right sure. so those of course it. when I'm painting when I'm painting those kind of things it's like an extra little like I just have such a good time doing it there's like I don't know how to even explain it yeah um but like yeah dude that's really what got me going and then nice. just crazy compliments from people and vibes. And I was just like, wow, like, fuck, maybe I could, I don't know, sell these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. So of the characters that you have under your belt so far um, that you that you have a, a liking to and appreciation for putting your own spin on, what's the one that you like to do the most? And what's the one that's like, fuck, I got to do that one again? That's a pain in the ass to do. What do you think? <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good question. Okay, so one that I find myself doing a lot is Daria. Like, I always find myself doing Daria. Your Daria's clean, yo. Your Daria's fucking clean. Ooh, yes. thank you, bro. Thank yes. you. Like, um, I don't know. I just, I think I got fucking, like, personally connect with her so hard. <laughs> like, I always, like, even back in the day, I was always like, damn, dude, this girl is angsty and, like, just direct, and she don't give a fuck her and jane both both of their energies but daria specifically so i always do daria we find myself doing daria thinking of doing a daria and then i'm like no you need to chill bro like you've done that like a million times but like i don't think there's one that i'm like oh i gotta do that again because i usually just do the ones that i like but if there's somebody who requests something like custom that i'm like oh i don't i never even really watched that cartoon so i don't really like even personally vibe with this. So I have to like, I, then I start to watch it or watch YouTube clips or something to get like, I don't know. It just helps me get into it. But like, I would say the, like the one that was the hardest for me or the one that I didn't like painting the most that I was like, damn, this is like, (laughs) this is more complicated than I thought it was going to be. Ooh, fuck. I think it was, um, shit. It was a custom. Oh, Invader Zim. <laughs> no shit. You didn't like that was a struggle. That, yeah, I that, was, a that struggle. was a struggle. It was a it's struggle. Very it's detailed. a different style. It is, it is. Style. You did a hell of a job on that one. It that doesn't that doesn't not or excuse me, how did, do I phrase did it? It didn't translate. Doesn't look like shit. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's, no, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Because like, bro, because I was just like, this looks fun. You know, like when you go to pay something, you're like, the dimensions are a little off, and you're like, mm-hmm. ooh, it's close, it's close, but I could not get it. And I was like, I think it's because I never watched that cartoon. So yeah, that's a hard cartoon to watch. Like the, I just, uh, I didn't vibe with it that much. Yeah, so I was no, like, damn, was, I'm not used to seeing sure. it. I knew it was like, people really loved it, but it had a following. It did have a following. Yeah. My dark cartoon was courage. Like yeah. my dark cartoon was courage. So I was do like, you remember I don't know that fucking pilot? No, I don't think oh, I do. Oh shit. So they, so before he had his own shit, he was on like, um, 
the little shorts. Uh, I forget what the fuck they were called. Um, cartoon cartoons or something like that. Oh, and yeah. First set was him <laughs> on the farmhouse with Miriam and Eustace. And, Eustace. Uh, and a alien chicken shows up in the chicken coop and uh, like spawns an alien chicken egg. And I so it just goes fucking... That sounds really yeah. familiar. You should check that one out. Mm-hmm. That was I, I love pilots. I love fucking early. And this is another question that I wrote down. Um, boiling, trying to boil down to like what influences, what our influences are and their first like, whether it's a pilot, their first creations, their first thing that they, that they did. Um, i.e. the pilot for courage i.e. the pilot for any show that i fuck with just like the right. first steps um but i've thought i i thought about that today i don't know what what i was trying to get at that but we talked just pilots in general you should definitely check that one out dude yeah. i really like that though because like i guess i haven't ever thought about it but you're right like pilots are like their own They're fucking beautiful great. little yeah. thing you have yeah. to establish a whole story and vibe mm-hmm. and like everything in one episode they have to sell yeah, it they're, and i so think it's they're like, the purest boiling or trying to touch back down to what we were talking about about a uh, uh, self-expression like that's on the fu- while they're on the ropes it's still like it's all i got this is really like this is got. it yeah <laughs> what else i mean like, like take it or leave it but this is it yeah and then it's like yeah we fuck with that and it's like all right well i gotta give you more and it's like all right let's do it let's do it mm-hmm. um so Tell Love us about uh, drafting craft. I know we talked about it a little bit, but let's talk like uh, um, the following that it has. Y'all are fucking doing big shit. You got the uh, the Waterloo sponsor. I seen that. That's fucking bongos right there. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is a fucking sick partnership to have. How? Um, tell us about the lifespan of this so far. Like, when did it start? And like, are you one of the founding uh, uh, mothers of the organization? <laughs> Yes, I fucking love that. Hashtag founding mothers. Oh yeah, founding mothers. <laughs> Trademark that shit right now. Um, Probably okay, the name so of the draft episode. Craft. <laughs> yes! Oh my God, sick. Sick. It's like when you watch a movie and they say the name of the movie and you're like, oh my God, there it is. It's going to be like one of those moments. <laughs> okay, so draft and craft, dude, it really just started because back in the day, radiophonics days, radiophonics yeah. was the thing that got me started and it kind of evolved into what is now princess, um, which is more art than what it started to be, which is t-shirts like goofy nineties, nostalgic t-shirts like parody. Yeah. I call them parodies. Nice. Excuse the pun, the dad joke, but like, yeah, dude, we had like some Bob Swaggett, twerkle, like that kind of thing. Like, Christopher Walkman. The like we have like, Trill Murray. I saw that. Trill That's fucking sick. That's better than yes. Supreme, but. <laughs> oh, damn. Get that on. That is recorded. Better than Supreme. Um, that's the new tagline, bro. But like, yeah, dude. So we got started with that kind of stuff. And what I discovered is that t-shirts are a bitch yeah. to sell because yeah. sizes, everything fits mm-hmm. different. Oh, I don't like this. I like V-neck. Oh, I don't like this kind of sleeve. Hey, do you have it in this color? Hey, do you have it in tank top? And it was just, it got to be the point where I was like, I can't anticipate what people need or want and the cost of t-shirts and printing and shipping. It just got to be like too much where I was like, bro, this sucks. And like, we were really trying to sell though, like doing these markets. You know what I mean? Um, Do you know about... uh, do you know about any pop-ups around here like Austin Flea or like Eastside pop-ups? Austin like, Flea. I heard about Austin Flea. They're like the OGs. Uh, that one. What else? Other. 
When I think of pop-ups, it was really on like... Yeah, who do you think of when someone's like an Austin pop-up? Like, who do you think of? I uh, who who the fuck would I think of? I don't know. I was more doing sneaker pop-ups. I gotta tell you, in Dallas, and Ooh, neat. Sne- so we sneaker pop-ups would be. I, I remember specifically we would do like Christmas parties, and then we would do like not like bar mitzvahs and stuff, but Super Bowl parties and stuff like that. We would there would be a Christmas party thrown. Um, and we just all chill at this fucking like um, clothing store. It was called Epica Dallas, and we're gonna have that guy on. I think fucking next week. Shout out Brandon out of Epica. Oh, sick! Um, and he would throw a fucking smashing fucking Christmas party. And then what other pop ups would would go down? Um, I know there was some. Excuse me, at uh, Four Corners Brewery in Dallas. Um, that's one of the last one I did. Those were vintage pop-ups. So I would go to vintage streetwear and sneaker pop-ups. That's what I would dabble in. Dang, that's um, fancy. And and then we would also see the uh um like the artisanal cat there, the dude that was pushing whatever they were trying to push, was whether it was their shirts, their paintings, their prints, their keychains, their this, that, and the third. Um, so that's yep. my dabble in the pop-ups here. I know there was a pop-up that they used to have over at still. Austin they have this like little um I don't know enclosed area off to the side do you fuck with still Austin are you talking about is that the the still by like it's on uh uh, St. Elmo St. Elmo's yeah 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 yeah, Yeah, for sure I've been there once so they used to do a pop-up there and that was pretty fucking boss yeah Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that that's Austin Flea dude that's their homie right there like I'm pretty sure. And that's who we got started with because they're nice. the OGs. Like when I think of the original pop-up people, it's Eastside pop-up because they've, man, they've been around for decades now yeah. and like they've evolved perfectly and Austin Flea. So we used to go around and do these different pop-ups, but there's a million, right? There's a million people doing it. So, but I, I, I discovered that we were, you know, Oh, this booth fee is that this booth fee is this tight then you go you spend you drop 50 bucks on a booth fee cool um i'm hungry i'm gonna eat some food tight oh i'm probably gonna have a couple of beers and then you realize you're like oh shit i really need to sell some stuff so Mm -hmm. that i can like make so it was that stress right that stress of course which was the financial stress but then i realized like we were selling in whole foods parking lots or at uh like little like local community like block parties and then we were selling at breweries or at yeah. restaurant bars and i just noticed that i was like bro i was looking at our like just like our 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 version of i don't know what is it um inventory or just like notes of your selling yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah and so i was like okay I'm noticing that we're doing the best at all the places where there's alcohol like that's what i'm seeing consistently oh, right that's the stats. Yeah, that's that, that, that right there. Classic. So I was just like, okay. So I'm thinking that we just need to focus on that right, <laughs> right there and just go to places where there's alcohol. People are looser with their wallets. It's just like people are vibing. It's like just yeah. a chiller vibe. Um, people already go there, right? Like, it's like, okay, I'm going to Whole Foods, but like, can you just leave me alone? I just wanted to go get some groceries. Yeah. But like when you're out and you have a couple beers and you're like, oh shit, let me check out this like local little pop-up right here and like oh damn i really actually like that or maybe i need that or someone's birthday's coming up or whatever it is it's kind of it was just a very easy connection to make between the two right like it just it was effortless so in my brain i was like okay well 
I've got, I, I noticed that nobody was doing marketing, right? Like nobody's telling anybody about my business. They're just like, Hey, we're doing, there's, here's a flyer. Here's the event come check it out. And I'm like, yeah, but like, are you telling anybody about me though? Because I just paid you $50. Yeah. And so like, am I paying you $50 to just come set up my tent or like, what else are you doing? Right. Yeah. So like, I was just taking notes, notes, notes. Like we did this for like two, two and a half years. Like I did vending around Austin with different places, different people. And like, everybody does it their own way. Everybody has different like standards and all this. But I realized, I was like, I think low key, I could do this. I think I could do this my own way and I could do it better than how, you know, most people are doing it. Yeah. And so thus that's drafting craft, dude. I was like, okay, fuck, let's do like draft coffee, draft cocktails, draft beer and the craft, you know, whether it's, we could, it's interchangeable, right? You could have craft cocktails, craft beer, Mm -hmm. but we're focusing on artisans, locally made creatives, artists, Um, but also the partnership between the venues, right? So yeah. like we're supporting those businesses by promoting them, having more people there. Our, our vendors are there spending money. They're inviting people to come out and support their business. So those people are going to come and spend money. Yeah, it, it was just like, it was so collaborative and like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's like a business term. Mm, you lost me. When it's like you include, <laughs> you include, um, synergy. Okay. Very, very synergetic. synergetic. All right. There we yep. go. Yep. Yep. Nice, so nice. that's the vibe. That's the vibe we got. And it, it ended up being great. So, you, so are you the keeper of the keys to fucking drafting crap? That's fucking. It's me. No, it's me. Shit. Hey, and feel free yeah. to turn the light on in there. If you, if you, if you got it. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and if you need to pause, if you need to do anything, you let me know. If you need to, if you need to take a break, let me know. We can do that. I got the uh, the power of uh, editing. Um, but nice. So you got the keys oh. to fucking drafting craft. That's excellent. Um, I was thinking while you were talking about that, you should really fuck with um, two locations. There are two breweries. Uh, Central Machine Works, East Austin. That's a big fucking. That's next to the next little Brooklyn, and then. Um, Oh, fucking uh, Meanwhile Brewing Company off of... um, Meanwhile. They're new, right? Are they new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on... Okay. They are new, like within this year. That's in... A lot uh, of new breweries this year, which is surprising. I think you would flourish at fucking uh, Pine House as well. Especially they got that new fucking industrial... Which Pine House? Well, all of them. But they got that new industrial Tesla fucking size plant over there in uh, um, East Austin. Oh, shit. That's the huge... It's a fucking warehouse uh, owned by um, uh, Pine House. And that's not a plug for Pine House. But... um, uh, (laughs) But kind of is, though. Unintentional. That's their newest venture. And I think you would really and and uh meanwhile is just right over there as well. I did want to Amazing, real, dude. I did want to stop you real quick and say if you need to uh shout if you want to shout out anything, you fucking do it as well. I should have prefaced that uh at the beginning. Um I got a quote. I haven't brought any quotes in. Um so I do got a quote. So freaks and geeks, just check this one out. The quote is uh uh and, and Tabby, t- tell me what you think about this. Uh don't worry, uh don't be afraid ever. Um, because this is all just a ride. Uh, this was uh, by uh, a very meaningful and, and impactful quote um, by a comedian by the name of Bill Hicks uh, out of Houston, Texas. What do you think about that? You fuck with comedy? You're, you were, I always remember <laughs> I love shit. You had a yeah, solid, dude. solid humor. <laughs> Thanks, homie. I'm obsessed with stand up comedy. Like, mm. I feel like that is my go to. It's true crime and stand up comedy on Netflix. That's it. That's it, dog. Nice. Um, 
in That's the office, tr- of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite stand-up? Oh shit. Um, I don't even know if I have a favorite, but people that I've been listening to like really recently, like yeah, a lot. We might, we might share it. Angela Johnson okay. is like my she's like probably my favorite female comedian. Like nice. she just like I fucking I can't dude. She I die every time she says something. Yeah. Um her for sure. And I think that's really like my go-to besides I think her name is it's what's her last name? Her name is Fortune. Fortune, Fortune Feimster. That. Yeah, a little Fortune Feimster. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> yes, dude. She's my go-to, man. She's fucking hilarious. I love it. Um, uh, those have been my recents. I got yeah. you. There's what about one, you though. Oh, I, w- I want to talk about female comics really quick. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, reference one. I gotta find her fucking name. Let's see. It's hard to remember all the fucking comics names. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I apologize for forgetting this one. I will tell you, she's from Philly. Philly get illy. But her fucking name is uh, Eleanor Kerrigan. You should really get down with her. She's a fucking class Eleanor- act there. Where can I see her? Where can uh, I stream she, her? Uh, probably the the YouTube. Uh, she really the YouTube's. Down, yeah, with Andrew Dice Clay. Um, uh, okay, say her name one more time. Uh, Eleanor Kerrigan. I think, goddamn, let me not butcher that. I can't, I can't, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to butcher that. What an eloquent name that is. Yeah, for, <laughs> Kerrigan, Kerrigan, my apologies. Kerrigan, Kerrigan. I was close, I was close. Eleanor Kerrigan. Yeah, I'll give you the, yeah. I'll count it. Uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, she's a fucking savage, and I always loved uh, um, uh, Sarah Silverman. Uh, she was great. <laughs> oh my uh, god, yes, dude, she's yeah, so fucking funny, fucking bonkers. But uh, do you remember I, her show? Did this, you ever watch her yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, she was great. That was great. I fucked with the Sarah Silverman show. <laughs> so good. Um, <sighs> I would say, like for myself right now, the hottest fucking comedian. I I was in love so much, and I'm doing this podcast now because of a a comedian that started and had to conclude a podcast due to the whole Ronies. Uh, but uh, his name was uh, Joey Coco Diaz, and he was a bad fuck. He still is a bad motherfucker, one of the baddest motherfuckers out there. So you got to check him out. Joey Coco Diaz is why we started this podcast. But uh, oh yeah, Tony Hinchcliffe. You got to check out Tony Hinchcliffe. So I will. Tell okay. You that, uh, um, he's the the hottest co- the hottest young comedian that's ever fucking been produced, uh, and we're lucky to be just in his tracks to check him out so check out tony hinchcliffe he had a set on netflix it was been taken down uh uh, when i tripped acid for the first time we watched that one it was called uh one shot uh and the fucking girl scouts showed up while we were tripping were you ever girl scout no, no, so the, not me, yeah, not fucking, me, homie. <laughs> the fucking Girl Scouts showed up during the acid trip. Was oh boy, are like, you sure? Or did you trip them there? No, I didn't answer the door, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they they were there. It's like not today, people. Uh, but yeah, check out Tony Hinchcliffe, he's a fucking hell yeah. I absolutely will check these people out though because I yeah. love discovering new stand up comics, Ella love Martin it, Tony. But uh, uh, let's hit off with some fire starters. I, I usually do this uh, towards after the Heinz 57 live catch up, but these are just some randos, 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 randos. You ever been backstage at a concert or show? Yo, yes, I have. Okay, well, who and or what? Okay, and so where? it was at fucking Warp Tour, mm. RIP Warp Tour in the parking lot. Shout out, Van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like melting, getting fucking skin cancer. But no, we were. Uh, it was me and a homie and we were just chilling. We were just standing. Like, I don't even know what we were doing. I think we were just dicking around. We were in high school. So we were just yeah. like standing 
uh, where do we go now? And some guy was like, Hey, do y'all like Paramore? And we were like, fucking yes, of course. He was like, do you want to see them backstage? And we were like, what is this guy about to ask us? It's like his dick. What is happening? Mm-hmm. But we were so like, we were like, what? He was like, here you go. Here's some extra passes. And we were like, no shit. So then we grabbed them. We go, there's like 10 of us. Yeah. And they do like a secret acoustic set oh. in this little canopy. We get to take pictures with them. We're chilling with them. We're eating sandwiches with them. Oh, Sandy. I was like, Sandy sandwiches. They busted out some fucking um, turkey sangies and they had like carrot sticks and broccoli and like the accoutrement. Were they classed little- up? Were they, were they cut in little triangles? Classy? Holy shit. Yes. Finger god, sandwiches. Damn. Do you understand? Oh yeah. my god. Hey, what's the, what's the vegetable version of charcuterie? It's called something with another with a uh, C. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I, uh, lazy Susan. Crudite, crudite. Oh, I thought it was Lazy Susan. <laughs> crudite, bro. A Lazy Susan is the thing that spins <laughs> on the table. Oi. <laughs> this guy's got too much twisky. <laughs> He's talking about. I thought that was a Lazy Susan. <laughs> the crudite, not the crudita. <laughs> the crudite. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. That's sick. So Paramore, they got that. Uh, um, their lead vocalist is a, a lady, right? Haley Williams. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She was. Yeah, hot. They dude. were hot back in the fucking in the heyday. Oh, when they were emo. I need to get back. I need to get when back they were emo them. rock. Yeah, well, need... they turned real pop, bro. They really? turned real pop. Yeah. yeah you know what? I, I don't know. And I've discussed this with my wife as well. She was heavy. And I know the heads in LOC were heavy with uh, Panic. But it's like, it's kind of creepy Ooh. to watch now. You know? It just, yeah, it's not a good It's not aged look. well. Like, Pacino aged well. Robert De Niro aged well. But those guys, and even fucking the other no. guy from 30 Seconds, uh, he's not, I mean... Oh, Jared Leto. Yeah, uh, he's kind of aging well, but nah, I don't know. But it also, in a way, that's like you're trying too hard. So yeah, just let it like, be, baby. Like the, <laughs> you can't can you can't be x amount of ages like aging and still shout out to that you know high yeah. school crowd. You got it. Like that's what. Uh, it's like, oh, buddy, yeah. you're balding. Yeah, backing backing up, backing. You're up. using Propecia, so maybe don't talk to fourteen year old. Fourteen-year-olds. It's not a good question. look. Little hitter right here. You ever sung uh, karaoke? Oh my god, yes. What's your jam Hell on the karaoke? Yes. What's your jam on the karaoke? Okay, so my go-to is always Shania. Always okay. Shania. And I have to be. I have to be wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say and when I say always, I mean both times because I've only done it twice. <laughs> only done it. Wait, I lie. I've done it three times. The first okay. time was in high school on mm-hmm. a cruise with my family. A cruise. And I went to sing Pat Benatar's Love is a Battlefield, oh, but shit. they did the wrong song. And oh. so I was like, oh, I don't know what this is. So I just started dancing and I was like fucking doing the Carlton. <laughs> and some drunk guy, when I left, I left the stage. I was like fucking curtsied and got out because I was like, that was embarrassing as fuck. Yeah. But everybody was wrecked in there because like, you know, unlimited alcohol and some drunk yeah. man with a cowboy hat was like, honey, that was a my it was phenomenal. <laughs> Gave me five dollars. <gasps> I was like, <laughs> that time, and then sh- both other times, Shania, um, any man of mine. Okay. And what was the other one? Oh, honey, I'm home. Oh, and that's man. a deep cut. Nice. Yeah, People forget about that honey, I'm home. Yeah. yeah I haven't jammed cut. that one. Honestly, I've it's never really done good. it. I've never done it. I, I look forward to doing it because I got to do it now. I asked this question. Uh, I probably do uh, these eyes. That's going to be a toughie. Or uh, I know there was another one I wanted to fucking just take off with. Fuck. Oh, miss you, miss you by the Rolling Stones. That's a jam. 
Oh, yeah. damn, you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you're no, doing no, it. Like, but I'm not going to be able to do Mick Jagger well like that. No, but uh, yeah, I like that one. Have you ever been on a fan boat? And if you don't know what a, a fan, fan boat, boat is, let me know. Is that it's like a boot? swamp? Yeah, one of those swamp yeah, things. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. You you're talking been, about Waterboy? Bobby yeah. Boucher. Mama you ever, said. You ever yes. been on a fan boat? I actually have never been on a fan boat. Okay, okay neither have I. It's never been to the swamp. One day, though. Yeah, you gotta know. Go out to Nola. You you like Nola, New Orleans? Yeah, there's a guy out there. Shout out to fucking uh, uh, Reggie Reggie Ford Art Reggie on IG. He's a bad motherfucking artist that stands on fucking Jackson Square every motherfucking day pushing arts. Pushing. I cannot arts. wait to I'll like listen to this, and, and yeah. I need to like fucking look up every single one of these people. I'll put you literally. on Art Reggie because he's the motherfucker out of New Orleans, out of fucking Jackson Square, and he's killing it this month. Oh, it's a must. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> you're like, oh uh, shit. <laughs> have you seen a ghostly apparition? Oh wow, that is so crazy that you're asking me that because absolutely, um, I have an apparition that has followed me around since oh. high school. All right. Why? Did you dabble into the Ouija or some shit like that? Oh, no. So you know how I know. This is a crazy way. Okay, mm-hmm. so for years, I live in a house with multiple people, three, four people at a time. Mm-hmm. Shit gets moved around. Things go missing. And you're just like, oh, somebody took it. Somebody lost it. Somebody moved it. But you just move on. Um, well, then it got to a point where it's just me and someone else. So just me and one other roomie. And shit was getting weird. Like shit would be moved around in really strange places or things would just be like missing or moved you sure around. You a, did you have a cat? Nope. Okay. Bro. Right. Okay. That's so good. this shit was funks. Like, I don't want to like take up our whole time with <laughs> talking about this fucking ghost story, but it's legit, dude. Like I'm, I swear to God, it, it escalated. The more we talked about it, the more it happened. Right. Oh. So we were just like, we were low key geeking out me and my roommate. And at first I thought it was her fucking with me. She thought it was me fucking with her. And I was like, are you sure it's not your boyfriend? Because he was a neighbor. Yeah. You sure it's not your boyfriend coming in here fucking with us? And so we asked him, we were like, bro, if you're coming in here moving our shit around, you need to fucking stop it. And he was just like, whoa, I don't know what the what. We were like, no, seriously, like, I'll fucking, like, stop. And he was just like, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, cups would be upside down in the sink in the bathroom. We would just be like, oh, we did that. Or like, we could hear things banging and falling to the ground and we go upstairs and things were knocked off the wall is this in San Marcus or where no this was this first started happening really really bad Huntsville that's when I lived in Huntsville Huntsville North Houston yeah Yeah. I can understand now holy shit yeah that's that's (laughs) no but we thought we thought it was haunted, right? Okay, so uh-huh. I, at the time I'm working at Old Navy, doing my retail thing. Oh, like shit. I'm like I'm probably 22. I'm like 22 at this point. Shout and out so, to the Old Navy bucks too. Go for it. He's the, <laughs> them bucks. Fucking dollar flip flop day. Um, <laughs> no, so I'm working there, right? And I'm over there folding fucking jeans at two in the morning, whatever it is. I don't know. We're doing inventory or some shit. It was yeah. late. And one of my like shift leads. Yeah. She's in there folding jeans with me too. And we're just chilling, like not even really talking to each other or whatever. Yeah. She turns to me and she goes, Hey, I don't want to, I don't want to weird you out. And I don't want to like sound crazy. And I'm just like, she's like, but I have a question for you. And I'm like, uh, what's up? <laughs> what's up? She's like, can you take my shift tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go. go. Oh my god! Woo! That was quality. That was quality. Homer. Um, All right, good work. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> she's like, "Do you have 
strange things that happen around your home. Yeah, and I was like, like what? Buzz, <laughs> what? Buzz Lightyear. She goes, okay, let me. Things. She goes, okay, let, I really don't want <laughs> Bro, I'm still thinking about that. Can you take my shift? <laughs> All dramatic. <laughs> you take my shift tomorrow? Um, <laughs> she was like, no, did you eat my lunch? <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> and so i was like uh what and like she was like okay let me be more direct because she asked me like two other ways and i just like was not getting it yeah she's like bro do you have a do you have a ghost and i was like what straight asked me she's like because and i she's like i sense a spirit attached to you bro she said since a spirit attached to you and i was just like they're like with the jeans like um and she was like explaining to me that she's seen people that weren't there that have recently passed away. Oh, so-and-so is wearing this. Oh, that was her favorite outfit. She's not there. She just died. And I was like, what? Working like, with you? With all the- working with me. She's what? my fucking manager. <laughs> oh, fuck. She basically tells me she's a low-key medium. And I was like, mm. uh, she was like, yeah, dude, I don't really tell a lot of people, but it's strong. And so she's like, and I just wanted to tell you, she's like, I sense that you're worried about it and you shouldn't be. And I was just like, I thought that I was dying. I was like, is this a fucking joke? Like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> swear to God, this is what she told me. She goes, it's a, it's a adolescent male uh-huh. spirit. And he does, you, you guys have no relation or anything, but he's attached himself to you. Whoa. He's playful, playful prankster uh-huh. means no harm, has yeah. no ill will, but is very jealous. Gets very oh, jealous. Oh, shit. Of my attention. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the more attention we give him, the worse it gets. But if we ignore it, he gets bored and stops. I was I like, think th- <laughs> I think the lights just flickered off here in the studio of Life or Death, Freaks and Geeks. So no, be <laughs> no fucking Whoa, lie. It started, I moved in, I moved, I just recently moved in with my girlfriend, dude, uh-huh. and weird shit started happening. Like weird shit that she was like, bro, the TV is turning on and off, the volume's going up. The fucking remotes are sitting on the nightstand. We're just like, uh. Then one day we're like turning up the volume. Yeah. And the volume stops. And so I was like, what? So I went to go push mute because it was like, we were trying to like turn it down or up or whatever. And it wasn't working. So I pushed mute. The lights were synced with the mute button. We were like, oh, uh, crap. We were talking about it. No. How? How does that happen? A Roku with the <laughs> lights? We were just like, what? Bro, what is happening? And then the minute we, yeah. we started talking about it, it stopped. The Shit's garbage disposal. Does garbage disposal go <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, like, shit was so bad at one point like there was like there was a belt over my fan oh like clearly stuff had been moved around it's yeah it was that level oh yeah whole life man whole life so the answer is (laughs) yes nice good answer we will take that answer uh okay here let's see uh this is a good one here you ever been kicked out or banned from a place yo i did yeah yeah Tell us about that. Yeah. Okay, so... If if there's a statute of limitations, you don't got to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I got in like a a brawl. Whoa. At at the Tanger Outlets in San Marcos. Okay. Little brawlski. Over there. Yeah, little brawlski outside of Tommy Hilfiger. All right. So they were like, you are not allowed on this premises anymore. And I was like, that's cool. I don't even shop here. I just happened to be nice. here while I got in a fight. So, whoa, but no more Tommy Hills for me. No more, no more on that. No figs. Uh, you speak any other languages? Um, little bit. I want to say speak. 
I mean, I can pronounce words pretty well <laughs> for Spanish. Okay. I took six years of it, but bro, I suck. I cannot conjugate. Tu eres es. Yeah, Almost, I, I the, can't do it. I hate the I can't fucking do it. I hate the conjugation. I can't fucking. Everybody, everybody I, hates the conjugation. Yeah. She only passed me because, dude, I tried so hard. I did all my homework. I was always like participating. I was like, I'll read because she was like, if you'll read, your participation score is like 100. And I was like, bro, in I'll college read all or high day. school? High school. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is me in high school. I struggled. Yeah. I but you. now I'm like learning, learning ASL. Mm-hmm. So American mm. American Sign Language. So I'm trying to learn that, but yeah. I wouldn't say I speak it, okay. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, but maybe one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Z. Do you? Uh, do you get, what's your favorite shoe <laughs> brand? So uh, I mean, I'm the five one two foot doctor. I'm glad I get to ask you fucking this question. What's your favorite shoe brand? Easily Vans. Vans. Easily. Okay. Sixty six. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cali. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Do you have any like? And then uh, second, maybe second. Hmm. Keds. Keds, nice. Oh, I love me a good solid Ked, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, here's another fucking recommendation for you. Do you do you get down with slides? What are those? Slides like uh John Claus. Like flip flops. Yeah, flippies. Not really. Not really. I don't. You should fuck with the vans if you when you decide to. You should fuck with the van slides. <gasps> what are so those? These are fucking. These are fucking. Uh, uh, are those donuts the, that make you yeah, go nuts? The Simpsons joints. See the oh, Simpsons joints. So like, look at that motherfucker. Dope. That is clean. But they are the that most drip. They are the, <laughs> the the most comfortable fucking slide like out there. So if you ever those are vans. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So I love you made that sale. You made that sale to me. I'm a shoe guy, so that's that's me here. Let's let's wrap up with like two more. Um, You said you've seen a ghost. You ever seen a UFO? I have not seen a UFO. I actually didn't really believe in aliens for like a long time, Uh and then I was like, "Tommy, you're a fool if you don't believe in aliens." Like probably more recently. Yeah. So. No, I don't think I've seen one. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, we could be them. Who knows? Um, have you ever oh, eaten shit. frog legs, gators, caviar, or escargot? Mm-mm, none of that uh, funky stuff. None of the stuff. No, All not right. me. Uh, you got any siblings? No, dude. I'm no an only child. Solo, yo. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. And the last one. Let's see. Ba-ba-ba. You ever travel first class on a plane? Yo, I did. Oh, I did once. Yeah. Okay. Where'd you go? So I won a contest on, it was like some Facebook contest for a, like a, what are those things? Like. Those big, God, why can't I think of words? It's the lead. Um, convention. It was okay. a convention. convention. And they paid for the tickets in Vegas. All right. So I didn't I had no idea that my fucking ticket was first class. They, they paid for it. Oh. So yeah, dude, I got the fucking hot towel, which I was like, I don't know mm. <laughs> what I do with this. Hot towel's and, nice. Hot towel's yeah, class. Yeah, dude. And they gave you the... Uh, like the nice, the nice snacks. Like they give you oh, them yeah. high quality snacks Yeah, and like Ugh. free unlimited bevies, like just whatever what's you want. What's the veggie snack plate called? The uh, crudite. <laughs> crudite. There we go. The crudite. They're Break like crudite, crudite, ma'am. <laughs> First class only. Yeah. It was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Nice. So that's the last uh, rando question there. Um, I want to move on to, but you got a fucking cassette collection. Oh my What's god. That? What's that about? Let me let yeah. me show you, let me show you one thing before this is uh, uh this is a little show <gasps> and tell. 
This is a little Prince. A little Prince. Prince, but this is a Versace Prince collaboration. Uh, I haven't opened this motherfucker yet. It's called the Versace Experience. It, they dropped it originally in 95 at the Versace uh, fashion show in France. And uh, um, that was the only spot you could get it. It's called the uh, the Versace Experience. Um, and then, like, a few months later, he released it truly as the Prince Experience or something like that. So, but, Shit, dude, where did you even get that? This is a, rep- this is a reproduction at a... Uh, uh, for record store day in 2019. So Neat. this is just a little repo, a little re- but you got the heat. You got those things that like, what, what tell me about that fucking cassette collection. And I got also, a fat collection. What else do you collect after that? But talk about those cassettes. So I probably have like uh more recently since I moved, I had to like package them up and like move them again into storage until I have some room to like really display them and have like a little listening area and all that jazz one day. But um, I just like wanted to count them and see, like, take a little inventory and see what I had. Dude, <laughs> over 500 cassettes. Stop. That's too much. That's too much. I was like, Tabby, you need to chill, girl. Yeah. So I've. It's a, yeah. More it's power. It's a little too. much. But yeah, dude, like, really took care of them and made sure they all worked and, like, yeah. keep them, like, alphabetized and oh, shit like that. You got the like old school racks, the wall, the wall racks. You got mm-hmm, the wall racks, dude. The wooden yeah. ones that are yeah, real nice. Slots, man. It's when I used to do my my thrift store grinds and like really trying to find the good shit. Yeah, like uh, the best stuff that I could find cassette wise and for the best prices was uh, Conroe, Conroe, okay. Texas. Shout oh, out Conroe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The thrift game is tight there, dude. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Have you gone to that fucking Lockhart Record Store? What do you think about that? You been there? No, no? I just recently found out that it existed. It's I just recently be- found out there's a brewery there. I was like, "What? I don't think." Where have I? No, no. Where have I been? R.I.P., dude. The Roni. No, it just didn't have any good stuff there. There, yeah. Plus, they tried. They tried pre Roni. Yeah, they tried pre Roni. No, but yeah, check out that fucking that record store there. It's awesome. Your family still there? Yeah, most of them are like okay. all the intermediates, pretty much. And then my dad lives—I don't know how far it is from Lockhart, but Dale. All right, six one six representatives. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad yeah. at Shout all. Out. What did your parents do when you were a kid? So my dad—he, dude, that guy's always been like an entrepreneur, always uh-huh. on that hustle grind. It's that—it's that Mexican work ethic. I don't know, but he's always fucking working hard. And like when I was in high school and shit. He had a power washing business. Okay. And so that was his jazz. Like he did that. And then more recently, like more recently, but like the past, I don't even know, decade or something, he's been doing like uh buyer walks. So people who have new homes going through and like doing their new home orientation. And so oh, how do you, you know, sure. take care of your HVAC and shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, like that's always been his kind of thing. Like always like home dude stuff. You know what I mean? Like power washing and like, buyer walks so that's his his jam and then my mom is more like you know writing contracts doing legal things Ooh. for hospitals yeah like she's all legal regal all right. over there the fine, yeah the fine, the fine print over there 
For nice. sure. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the criminal justice over yeah. there. That's what she's yeah, she's rolling in it over there. Don't leave any clues for uh for Mrs. <laughs> is it Mrs. Rod? Don't leave any clues for her. No, no, no. So <laughs> no, what, ma'am. What got you started on the cassette collection? What got you started? Yeah, what got you started on that? Dude, okay, so I think what I'm gonna take a garage sale or something like that. I really, I got a really good haul given mm-hmm. to me. Oh. Like it was a, yeah, it was a freebie haul. And I think I got it from, from like Craigslist or something. And it was like 100, 150 tapes. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that sounds dope. Because I had just gotten like, that's when I was really doing all that thrifting. And yeah. I really found like a really, really nice dual deck. Yeah. It still worked. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna get one of these. And like, I was finding tapes for like five, 10 cents, like really pristine, like, quality tapes and like of all genres of all decades of all yeah. whatever i love it because i'm a collector i like that they're coming so. back i like that they're Me coming too. back in different colors that's what the I- lo-fi yeah i love yeah. people being like instead of printing their shit on vinyl or whatever they're recording on cassette and i yeah. love to see it yeah. um, especially like the punk rock genre that's like their go-to nice. um and it actually like it sounds better it just sounds like grungier and like I feel like how it's supposed to be heard. I know that's so fucking douchey to say, but like, is that's that why your, I love it. Is that your preferred way to listen to music or Not, do you have, what's your favorite way to listen to music? I don't think I do have a favorite way. Like I think there's certain things you listen to in specific ways and you just enjoy it better. Right. Like, obviously I love digital, the quality, everything, mm-hmm. but there's certain things like, I don't know. <laughs> For instance, <laughs> I'm thinking like Etta James on vinyl. There's no other way for me to listen to Etta James than on vinyl. Like it just yeah. doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like it should to me or like punk rock albums, like on cassette just sound like, hey, that's cool. I've so never raw. That. Yeah. Like you don't want it to sound all quality and like really clear. Almost like when you watch something 4k and you're like, no, I want it to look old school. <laughs> And you're like, no, this looks too clear. That's the kind of shit with some yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I think it's a mix for me. Like it's got to be depending on what mood I'm in and what I want to listen to that. I'm like, mm, I probably rather listen to Leon Bridges, anything soul or folksy vinyl, yeah. anything punk rock or hip hop. I do like hip hop on cassette. I don't know yeah. why I know like the, the bass is a little dulled and it's a little more scratchy, but I think the scratchiness is what I like about it. You got any vinyl? I have like a pretty decent vinyl collection, but it's mostly rock, like old, like classic rock. Okay. You got any, you got any colored vinyl, different colored vinyl? Um, I think I've got a few. It's mostly okay. old stuff. And like the old ones are just pretty basic. Yeah. I think I've got like a couple new ones that are like purple or yeah. like a splatter. I've got the stranger things one and it's a splatter. Okay. And that's pretty tight, but not a lot of newer ones. I gotcha. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Uh, bringing it back to fucking Hey Arnold, I've got a cut. There's there's a Hey Arnold album, and I've got that fucker on. Um, like they dropped multiple variants, and I got two. I'm waiting on another one. Uh, still waiting. It's um, like the ne- the new one looks like a Coke bottle, like the YooHoo bottle, and it's got liquid, yo, liquid, yo. You ever heard of that Stop. shit? I never heard mm-hmm. of a re- I never heard of a record with liquid in it. That's not never. real. That's fake. That's fake news. I'll show you. But this is the other joint. This is the you got it. This is so fucking sick. Like I'll just show you briefly the color. Oh my 
Oh my god, that is so. Oh my god, it's all just oh the center art too. Oh my god. So much envy right now. It's so great. <laughs> Football head. And I love it. The locket. Here yeah. we go. Tremendous. Um, so let's see. You got the do you have any other collections? Yeah, dude. I have like a pretty decent VHS collection. VHS collection, um, nice. Yeah, nice. a lot of like uh like the teen movies, like okay. Drop Dead Gorgeous or Bring It On, a lot of that kind of shit. I love a good collection. Every there's everybody I mean, as long as it doesn't lead to hoarding, and I don't think mine has, but it can. It can. It really it can be like with the tapes. I gotta cut myself yeah, off, dude, because it's careful. borderline Definitely. borderline hoarding at this point. Yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. <laughs> so excellent. You got you got that. You got BHS collection? I think you yeah. got one. Nice. Okay. See, Probably like know. triple digits, triple digits. No, whoa, whoa. Back it up there. That's probably nice. like easy, easy, like a hundred or so. It's on the VHS. You got the Disney classics, the black diamonds. You got those? Yes. Oh shit. Some yeah, of them aren't in like great condition, but yeah. as long as I have them, like I hear those can bring some cash. Uh, uh, yeah, like the Fantasia or the Fantasia. Yeah, Fantasia. Fantasia. Yeah. yeah, man. Oh, that's tremendous. Yeah, I got a couple that's... of a uh, couple of VHSs. Um, but man, Fantasia is great to watch high now. Also, <laughs> not as a little suggestion. Act. Not that last <gasps> act. Don't watch that last act. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's I the liked one... it. Oh yeah, I'm a creep. Whoa! I'm a creep though. <laughs> All right, I'm a creep. The the pink elephants. I love that act. That's a tremendous one. I'm not so much for the anything with Mickey in it at the moment with the whole uh, Matt. The I don't know, uh, but yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, not so much on Fantasia 2000 though. It's kind of like Blues, the new Blues Brothers remake or something like. That. You're like, no thanks. <laughs> okay, we have talked about so much Freaks and Geeks. We talked about Draft and Craft. We talked about Princess ATX. We talked about the cassette collection. Fucking the uh, the rando questions. I want to talk to you about the little details. I want to talk about travels. You like to travel. I talked about concerts you've been to. You're a concert goer. Let's fucking just get the cat out the cats out of the bag now. Uh, uh, beer or alcohol? Um, your your dog. Let's talk or, or the dogs. Let's talk about the dogs. And then uh, the little tat. You you got a lot of ink on you. Uh, I do. Um, so let's start it off with the little details in travels. Do you like to travel? Honestly, I'm not a huge traveler. Really? I never really have been. More recently. Okay. I'm trying to like be more open-minded to it, but yeah. again, freaking Rony, man. So my anxiety mm. is attached to it. Like, even though I'm like, there's ways to be safe and still experience life. It's like, I'm still very timid. And I think before it was more like getting kidnapped and okay. <laughs> going missing. Um, and now it's like, Oh my God, so many germs and yeah. like everything's closed and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I've never really gotten the travel bug until more recently, which is like a horrible time to get the travel bug. Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a when you do travel? Do you have a favorite place to visit? Anything mm-hmm. like that? I would say the place that I visited the most and the place that I love the most, Colorado. Okay. All right. No. The mountains. I'm a mountain mama for sure. I gotcha. Okay, that eliminates one of the questions I was going to ask you: uh, a beach, desert, forest, or mountains? So that mountains, mountains all day. Nice, excellent, excellent. Uh, let's see. Um, Colorado, Colorado's excellent. Have, did you ever go to Red Rocks over there? No, I never got to go no. there. And yeah, I've never been there, but I, the I amphitheater. Go. Yeah, the amphitheater yeah, yeah. looks sick too. Like, yeah. 
to see a concert there must be insane. Uh, can't even understand it. I know. I can't. I can't either. What do you think One about that, that airport at uh, uh, DIA Airport? Did you fly in there? I Yeah, I definitely have, but I guess I don't really remember. I don't have any experiences to like remember, remember yeah, enough like, about my – They say yeah, it's like, Whether it was uh, bad or good. Yeah, no, there's a lot of conspiracies on that uh, on what? that spot. A lot of conspiracies. All the de- decor they have there, uh, the the investors up there. There's just uh, interesting. The, uh, I don't know. It's quite possible that that's the centralized meeting point. And we're not going to get into too many conspiracies here right now, freaks and geeks. Uh, that's a, a latter episode, but uh, <laughs> like a, a centralized meeting point for uh, uh, people of power, aka the president or whoever under oh. under. Okay. So it's quite possible that there is a, a shitload of like rail systems underneath the earth and that's the centralized one. You can ship you can go to Denver from DC, from NYC, from Cal, uh, uh Cali, but it's all under Is that low key? Is that low key what Jordan Peele was trying to accomplish with us? You should talk about those uh, those tunnels. I, I, I don't know. I, it could be a good influence. It definitely could be a good influence because uh, 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 it's quite possible that they're there. There, there are quite a few. Com- there's one comedian in uh, specific, uh, uh, Theo Vaughn, that was like, "Yeah, I had a buddy that his father was like, yeah, there's a shitload, and he was a uh, uh, fuck the uh, he was he was an Asian American individual, okay, and uh, he was like, yeah, there's a shitload. We built them. There's a shitload of uh, underground railroads that the U.S. had us built. You know what I'm saying? Dating back to the the railroads themselves. But so that's still ne- there. Yeah, they say they're still there. Let's talk about concerts. We talked about Warp Tour, but uh, um, uh, do you remember the last concert you went to? And or where was your favorite spot? Where's your favorite venue to hit a concert? Oh, man. Okay, so shout out to my concert buddy, Shayna, because we just wrecked it. I think y'all were in the same grade? Same class? Negative Ghost Rider. Oh, heck. Okay, so were you older? You're older or younger? Younger. 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 Heck. Okay, okay. But you know who I'm talking about, though, yes. right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, cool. yes. Another okay. saxophone player, because y'all was in, y'all was killing it saxophone players, right? Saxophone crew. That's, that's what's right it. there. Yeah. Shout out. But yeah, dude, we like for like the past couple years, 2018, 2019, we just like went to like, I don't even know, mm. three to four concerts a month. We were just like living life. Nice. I think subconsciously we knew this was gonna happen. We wouldn't be able to see oh. live music for like a whole year. We were like, we gotta do it, we gotta do it, we gotta do it. Like we have the finances, we have the time, like let's do it. Yeah. So we were crushing it, like seeing. I don't even know, like every genre, every person, every band. We were going to like, we went to Delaware for Firefly Fest. Whoa! So Fire- oh shit! It was sick, dude. The weather was amazing. We were in a forest. Yeah, like I felt like a freaking, like a goddamn fairy. Like yeah. watching, like these amazing acts on these like kick ass stages. Like it was just one of. I feel like the, that was going to be the last festival I ever go to, like personally. Tell- but okay, okay. I don't know. We've talked about another uh, festival here, uh, uh, Lost Lands in Cleveland. Yeah, that's another. I've never one. heard of it. Uh, do you miss Ace? Do you miss South by? Oh shit! You know what? Did you? Fuck I miss with South the by? old. I miss the old South by. I miss mm-hmm. South by like two thousand and eight. Okay. <laughs> two thousand eight, two thousand nine, South by when it was like legit indie and like like super startup sponsorships and really cool and everything was free and it just got so corporate and weird and like everything was, I don't know. So I just like really kind of fell off with 
South by like the past like decade. That could but, be the new South by though. If they're going to try and rebrand, like you can't start off and fucking ask an arm and a leg. I don't know. I don't know. It's difficult on that. It is. It really is. Cause that's a force like, to be reckoned with right there. South by like, mm-hmm. uh, it's all like, like uh, watching what what people like that are going to do. What's their next move? You know, that's right. Tough. Heck, dude, that was like, that's when I knew this whole thing was really serious when they shut well, down South by. We were like, oh, damn, this for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. So you got a favorite, uh, what's your favorite drink and or beer? Because we talked about draft and craft. Uh, what's your favorite beverage? Okay, so my favorite beer. Yeah. My go-to is Blood and Honey Revolver. Okay. I think they're Dallas. Are they D-Town? F D T F or DTW so. or what is it? DF Dubs? Uh DF yeah, yeah, DF Dubs. I said DTF. F T D. I think it's F W T. Four four word. Yeah, I think it's F W T. shit. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's my go-to. Okay, nice. That's like a blonde. Okay. It's a uh, blonde. It's an IP. It's an IPA. Really? It's like an orange IPA. Okay. Yeah, and it's like seven percent, but really clean. Love it. Yeah. Very orange, like citrusy. Yeah. So, like in the mornings, if I have it, I'll put like I'll do a beer mosa, mm-hmm. and I'll put that shit in there. We'll top it up with some champagne, some OJ, a little splash. Oh my god, so good, so good in the morning. Mosa. That's. That's the way to go if you're doing a beer mosa. All right. Um, and then I think like liquor wise, I gotta go with the deep eddy lemon. I crush yeah. it with that. That's what I'm sipping they, on right now. They're a killer. They're a killer. I haven't got down with that uh, what cranberry. You ever fuck with that one? You know, I'm very particular with my cranberry shit. Yeah. Also my cherry shit. Because if you go wrong, it gets a little medicinal. Yes, yes, yes. Tastes yes, a little yes. medicinal. Yes, it can. So I haven't tried it because I'm worried I won't like it. So I'm like <laughs> No, it's not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna try it. Okay, okay, all right. So some good beers, some good booze there. Uh, what's your dog's name? My dog. The dog. Um, what's up? He. That is Burton. Burton. Uh, AKA AKA Bert. Bert. Um, that's his chill name. <laughs> um, when right. he's in trouble, it's Burton Roberto. Samuel. It's your baby, <laughs> Roberto. It's me. <laughs> it's me, you bet. 1986, pick up sticks. <laughs> Roberto, that's a good one. Bert. Roberto. Oh my God. You got me fucked up on the Robertos. <laughs> that's a deep cut, too. That's a deep <laughs> cut. You got to wait to the fucking end of the movie to see that. Yeah. He's me cross eyed and shit. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, Bert, he is my fucking road dog, my homie, my baby, my first son. I'm nice. fucking obsessed with that guy. Um, yeah, he's Gonna- a Papillon, Papillon Eskimo. Oh, Toy what? Eskimo. Papillon, yeah. whoa. He's a little mixed baby. Field. Papillon <laughs> Toy Eskimo. Okay. Nice, nice. How long have you had him? Yeah, I got him. I named him after Tim Burton because I got him around. Halloween 2017. Okay. So a couple years. Yeah. And I didn't know how old he was because people were like, I adopted him from Wilco Animal Shelter. Yeah. And they were like, this dog is a year and a half. I was like, tight. Took him to the vet. They were like, no, this dog's under one. I was like, oh, for real word. So then I took him to Emancipet. And they were like, this dog's like two and a half. I was like, fuck it. I don't know. I'm just going to average it out. He's <laughs> I don't know. Pre- he's preemie, right? He hasn't even been born yet. <laughs> he's, oh, got, like, <laughs> he's not alive right now. He's Benjamin Button right now. Like, he's going backwards. 
Like, I just, I don't know. <laughs> he is what he is. People ask me all the time, and I'm like, fuck, I don't, I'm just going to. Two. Actually, <laughs> uh, ma'am, this is actually a cat. Word <laughs> 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 the cat. <laughs> All right, so sounds good. We got the 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 never aging Bert. I'm a puppy. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, what about the tats? You got a fucking little sleeve ski. What's up with that? Okay, so the sleeve ski. Shout out to my tattoo artist who, like, mm-hmm. literally, I'm covered in all her ink. Uh, Wheatley Palmer out there at Common Difference. Off of South Congress, dude. I get all my ink from her. I finally found an artist that I trusted and like adored her work. So (laughs) the sleeve is like a cover up of a bunch of shitty tattoos I got when I was Mm. fucking 19, 20. (laughs) And uh, just a bunch of garbage that was unfinished and really like didn't do research and just was like really not high quality. Yeah. And uh, I've been like searching for like years and years and years. Over 10 years, bro. Yeah, like about 10 years for an artist that would do it like affordably. Yeah. And one that I would like, because I was like, this is it. Like, they're going to cover it up. If I hate it, that's it. Like, so she did my cover up, knocked it out of the park, like just crushed it, fell in love with it. I get so many compliments. And then from there, I just like kind of spiraled, <laughs> like out of control. Like, yeah. I will say, I think I had a couple tattoos from her, like a couple small ones. That's how I met her. And I was like, hey, bro, like, I like your work. You have really clean line work. Do you do cover-ups? Because not everybody does. And she was like, yeah, I can do cover-up. And my shit was fucked up. Is it like, your left? Is it your left arm? It's my left, yeah. Are you left-handed? Like, nah, I'm okay. right-handed. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm a righty. But like, I was worried, though. They were in really weird, fucked up. Like it was just awkward, right? And like, how she was far does like, it go like, up to the elbow, or or what's going on? It goes, yeah, like it goes all the way up to my elbow right here. All right, that's cool. Oh, you got some pattern. Oh shit, I wanted to talk to you about the damn, mandala, the patterns that you put behind your a lot of your work. But fuck. Okay, next time, next time, next time. If you want to Part come back two. next time. So, yeah, dude, this was fucking mad fun. Hopefully Rona won't be a thing as yeah, much. We can know. actually we'll chill. I considered, like, do we need to be taking vaccines or should we just drop mushrooms like I did today? I don't know. <laughs> like, what what realization is better? Dropping, uh, if we just drop mushrooms, everybody? Decisions. Or, or if we just hit the vaccine? I don't know. Like, which one's enlightenment? But 2021. Tabby, 2021, Tabitha, 2021 for fucking Prince ATX, 2021 for uh, arts or uh, drafting craft. What happens next? What's going down? It's a closer. (laughs) Closer. (laughs) We're making big moves, dude. We're really pivoting as a business and doing things in a big way, in a different way, and just going to continue to keep going, doing what we want to do, just in a different way and like in a safer way and just Mm -hmm. a more creative way because. Like that's the only thing we can do right now. Really focus on our, our digital like presence and, you know, and that's really all anyone can do as a business, like is do that. So I think the support that we're showing on this show and everything else like that. Yeah. Amazing. Like this kind of stuff that we're doing is going to help us next year as a business. And I feel like princess is going to kind of just, it's like a subsidiary of drafting craft, like it's success is going to be my success as an artist. Like I get to feature my artwork and like, Mm -hmm paint stuff that makes me happy and make other people happy. Like seeing people walk up and be like, yo, this is tight. My childhood. Like, that's why I do it. Like if they don't, I don't know, they take a picture and they post it. Like that is just as good as somebody being like, yo, let me, let me, let me like send you 20 bucks for this or whatever it is. Like, 
I think 2021 is going to be more about the experience and just taking every positive thing out of any experience that we get right because it's nothing's guaranteed so that's where i'm at for 2021 nice 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 so last little plug tell the freaks and geeks where they can find you where they can like all that stuff where can we find you where can we find any info that you want to preach about that and your final closing shout outs for uh uh for this little set go for it okay right on so where do you come from where do you go where do you come from cotton eye joe Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, so you can find me in like multiple spots, right? Like, so I've got my personal. Um, if maybe I know you from high school or college or something, hit me up. And then I have like my other couple that, you know, Draft and Craft and Princess, which um, those are going to be like my most active, honestly. Okay. Like, what the, my most current, what I'm, what I'm up to, that's, you know, events and business and artwork. Um, but yeah, that's like, I'm, I'm the most active on Insta. I'm, okay. I'm old school. I'm not a TikToker, <laughs> not a Facebooker. Okay. Um, yeah, like if you want to find me or stay up to date or DM me, yeah. collaborate, you have questions, custom, hang out, like whatever. Like just like this, like this is how we hooked up Insta. Yes. Yeah. And now yeah. we're doing a podcast. So yeah, that's, that's where you can that's find it. me. Excellent, excellent. Well, I will tag you in the uh, the details in the description for this episode of the podcast. Episode Love no- it. 17 holy moly the big 17 we're gonna finish the closer the closer finishing off 2020 thank you so much tabby for for just joining me you did a tremendous fucking job i really appreciate just the uh just the fact everything that you shared so keep it the fuck up um same dude it was great chatting with you catching up and like just hearing what you're up to what you're into let's do it again sometime definitely well you have uh an an open invitation to return and uh you know we're shifting on into uh this is the closing of volume two uh i think we got like uh two or three more episodes in in volume two and then and then that's it but uh most definitely um let's talk and uh uh good luck in the future keep fucking creating keep drafting up and then uh, uh wherever our paths cross next let's fucking let's just go from there absolutely let's touch base because i have a little care package for you and shit definitely, and definitely. i think yeah like there's gonna major hype um but i'll anytime you hit me up excellent, excellent. well uh hold on for just a moment we're gonna close this thing out well freaks and geeks that's all she wrote Once again, I want to thank my amazing guest, Tabby Rodriguez, for coming in and chatting it up with me, shooting some conversations and just getting some some insight in the ball rolling of what it takes and what her process in creative expression uh, that she goes about doing. She's doing some amazing stuff, Freaks and Geeks. We only dabbled on a, a few things, okay? So please be sure to go to check out her IG pages. She's got a couple IG pages out there. You can check her personal one out, her, her artisanal, personal artisanal page out at ATX. That's P-R-I-N-T-C-E-S-S underscore A-T-X. Also, be sure to check out her Draft and Craft pop-ups page at Draft and Craft Co. D-R-A-F-T-N-C-R-A-F-T-C-O. 
So, Freaks and Geeks, do me a favor, do the podcast a favor, and just do a local artisan. Fucking just try and make to make it to the next day. Put producing some amazing fucking content and some amazing pieces out there. Go support her. Fucking go buy some of her products. Uh, go buy some of her not products. Excuse me. Go buy some of her amazing creations. And also visit her at one of the pop ups that she produces. I'm gonna make. I gotta make my way out to one of your fucking uh, pop ups, Tabby, for sure. That'll be one thing that I do in the future. But Freaks and Geeks, you do it as well. Go, go, go. All right. So Freaks and Geeks, that's it. That is uh, episode number 17. That's the closer for 2020. We sealed that we wrapped it up. It's signed. It's fucking mastered. It's sealed and it is delivered. It's out the fucking door. All right. And it's in your little hands right now. So Freaks and Geeks, we're we're dipping off out of 2020 and we're marauding. You heard that right, Freaks and Geeks. We're marauding into 2021. That's what we're doing, motherfuckers. Freaks, excuse me, Freaks and Geeks. That's what we're doing. That's the slogan. Maraud into 2021. Let's take over. All right. And while we're taking over, I need you to go and support everything that the podcast is affiliated with. Support all the guests that have been part of this amazing venture so far. We're in 17 plus episodes, Freaks and Geeks, alright? So a lot of people have fucking laid their souls on the line and fucking just expressed themselves and shared and just voiced out what they do and what they're passionate about. And I hope, Freaks and Geeks, you found a few interesting stories and a few influential stories along the way. Because I know... I've really appreciated and really got some fucking uh, um, some secondhand insight from the conversations I've had with with all of these amazing guests we've had on the podcast. Also, freaks and geeks, make sure you check out Greenbelt Botanicals for all your CBD needs. Utilize that official freaks and geeks promo code foot. Doctor 15, all caps F O O T D R 15, to get you 15% off at checkout at Greenbelt Botanicals, either in store or on greenbeltbotanicals.com. They're the future of CBD and hemp in Austin, Texas, and the state of Texas in general. Freaks and Geeks, please support the sponsor because the sponsor supports the podcast. Well, here it is. The podcast closing credits. Freaks and Geeks, thank you for listening. And remember, new episodes are released every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Please subscribe to the Doctor's Orders podcast, which is available on all podcast platforms. And while you're there, make sure while you're subscribing to rate and to drop a little comment to the podcast. Just make sure and download, 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 download. That's what gets our our numbers rolling, and that's what gets the, the next episode some good insight for the next episode, Freaks and Geeks. So be sure to do that. Also, follow myself, the 512 Foot Doctor, on my Instagram page. Remember, Freaks and Geeks, that's T H A. 512 F O O T D R, and also follow the podcast page, The Doctor's Orders Podcast, T H A D R S O R D E R S P O D C A S T on Instagram. That's where you're going to check out, and that's where you're going to see all of the all the stuff that is posted and has to do with not only the 512 foot doctor but the doctor's orders podcast in general that's the day-to-day timeline and the day-to-day catch up on all the info of the doctor's orders podcast 
Remember, the Doctor's Orders podcast is a Life or Death Studios production. Freaks and Geeks, until next time, in 2021, we'll see you on the next one. Don't be late.